We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, that's a way to start off a radio show. Um, it all goes downhill from now. You're stuck with me. Unless Bellavia calls in, then it gets better suddenly. Anyway, uh, good to have you with us. Oh, don't worry. David breaks mine as much as I break David's, okay? Um, and if we ever release the texts between us when I'm on the air and when he's on the air, both of us would be looking for a different job and possibly sent in for therapy. Uh, I'm not 100% on that, but I'd, I'd give it 99%. Anyway, um, as far as the 1791 Society, um, they are having, it is having a meeting tonight. And if you are against this whole ban of natural gas appliances in New York State, the meeting starts at 7. The doors open at 6 p.m. You do not have to be a member of the 1791 Society in order to attend. Attendance is free, but you will behave. And Frank is a big guy, and he's a strong guy. You're going to behave. So anyway, the meeting is tonight. The meeting itself starts at 7. Doors open at 6. It is free. You don't have to be a member of the 1791 Society. Speaking will be the minority leader of the New York State Senate, Bob Ort, and Erie County legislators uh, Jim Melchewski and Frank Todaro, a dear friend, and you heard Frank on the program yesterday talking about this idiotic idea to ban natural gas appliances in New York State, but they're going to be speaking tonight at this meeting. So again, it is at the Weber VFW Post, the Weber VFW Post, 2909 South Park in Lackawanna, and all of that information can be found on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. I hope you can find it within your schedule to attend. We started talking about it yesterday, but uh, hopefully um, a few new souls will show up uh, as a result of today's discussion. And we also, uh, in the previous hour, spoke with Jim Hanley. And Jim is uh, Jim's a great guy. He used to be on with the coach, Chuck Dickerson, all the time. And uh, Jim is a Great Lakes charter captain. By the way, so is Wenger. He is uh, Wenger is very nautical. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but he is uh, a passionate sailor. That is his life in the summertime. He loves the Great Lakes, and he knows so much about them, so much about sailing. Um, I, I love seeing the the look in Tim's eyes when he starts talking about boating and sailing. Uh, it, it's just it's just fun to see that kind of passion in somebody uh, over a hobby. Of course, he feels the same way about listening to this show and David's show. But uh, you know, sailing is a, a close number two. But the uh, 
Jim Hanley interview was because I wanted to get somebody on who could give you a template on how to fight something that seems as though it is unfightable. And, folks, I'm going to tell you something. New York State was going to plop wind turbines into Lake Erie. They were going to do it. They thought they could sneak this through, and nobody would say nothing until it was too late. But because of the Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie group and the way it was able to make the public aware, make you guys aware, and get you guys to act on it for now, and I can't emphasize that enough, for the time being, there will be no wind turbines in Lake Erie. But Jim had some great ideas. So if uh, you want to fight, for example, the, the natural gas appliance ban, you want to fight that, you might just win. It's very difficult to fight City Hall. It's very difficult to fight Albany. But every now and again, the blind squirrel gets the nut. And some of Jim's suggestions are very important. Number one, contact your local officials, your congressmen, your local council members, your local supervisors, your state uh, assembly member, your state senate member. If you don't know who they are, just look it up online. And who is my New York State senator? And they'll put input your address, and that will tell you who your New York State senator happens to be. So contact your local officials, okay? Peaceful street protests, in this case, were effective. You have to do them strategically, and sometimes you might get a dozen people showing up. Maybe it's six people showing up, but your voice at least gets out there, and you raise awareness as part of the whole matrix, if you will, of raising the awareness about an issue. In that case, it was the wind turbine in Lake Erie proposal. Now I think we've got to unite all of us and fight this natural gas appliance ban. And as I, I, I keep trying to emphasize, I, I'm trying to keep politics out of it. And it's a very, there's a very simple reason. It doesn't have to be political because whether you think Joe Biden is the greatest president of your lifetime and you are a proud left-wing or liberal Democrat or whether you are, I can't believe Rush Limbaugh is dead. My life hasn't been the same since that. Um, and, you know, Donald Trump, I've got a statue of Donald Trump in my living room and I bow toward it twice a day. Whether, no matter what end of the, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, obviously, but no matter what side, if you are, if you will, no matter what side you're on politically, we all freeze the same way. And I found that no matter what somebody's political views, we all like hot meals and we like to see our parents surviving blizzards. These are human things, not political things. So it, I, this is an issue I really believe if you're on the left, you can absolutely unite with people on the right. If you're on the right, you can absolutely unite with people on the left. It ought not to be political. To me, it's a human rights issue, this natural gas situation. Also, in terms of fighting um, a proposal that seems unfightable. As I mentioned, your local officials need to be contacted. Peaceful street protests. Take your battle to social media, whether it is online social media or the original social media, which is talk radio. And we did a number of shows with the people from Citizens Against Wind Turbines in Lake Erie. And I basically, um, ideologically, signed up with the group. And I told them, and I told you, that, you know, metaphorically speaking, 
the wind turbine issue is a hill on which I'm ready to die. And I feel the same way about the natural gas um, appliance ban. That, that's an issue uh, on which I'm, I'm willing to charge up the hill, come what may. Um, you want to make sure when you're fighting something that your group has pit bulls. These are the core members of a group. These are the people who know an awful lot about the topic, and they're very stubborn. Like uh, Frank in Holland. I don't know if he was a member of Cautile, but he's a guy who um, he doesn't shut up. And I don't mean that as a dig. He, I mean that as a positive thing. He doesn't shut up. He is a pit bull, and he's the kind of guy you want on your side when you're fighting a proposal. Because he's kind of he's a busy guy, but he is an activist kind of individual. Um, so you want to make sure that your group has pit bulls who don't shut up and who don't take no for an answer. So I've outlined all of those strategies on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page for you, and I hope that you uh, uh, take note of those and you put them into practice. So. Uh, really fine first hour of the show. And, yeah, whether it's today or at some point in the future, we'll definitely get David Bellavia back on the program. I feel bad because I've stiffed him on air the past couple of days because uh, just things have come up at the last minute before the show, so I've not been able to talk with David. But uh, David Bellavia, Medal of Honor recipient who does our 10 to noon, I'm sorry, 10 to 2 program, um, he is very much into studying the electric grid. Ever since I've known David, and even before I knew David, that was one of his passions in life. Like, I could talk extensively about the Jack the Ripper case. I could talk extensively about um, organized crime in America uh, because I'm interested in those things. And when it comes to the crime aspect, as I've explained, it's not that I think criminals are great. My approach is I love to see how law enforcement is able to use clues to solve the unsolvable crimes, like the um, Altimio Sanchez, the bike path killer, his arrest. It was a fascinating story of how law enforcement was able to capture this guy who had eluded them for decades. So that that's what I am into. David, that's one of the things I'm into. I'm into Shakespeare as well, but I don't want to seem like I'm some kind of a snooty idiot because I'm just, I'm just an idiot. But um, David loves the electric grid, and he knows so much about it. So if you... If he ever brings it up, as and I know he has, but if he brings it up again as a topic on his program, I want you to know that few people, not even people in the business of producing energy, know as much about the electric grid as David Bellavia. The guy is really knowledgeable about it. Um, oh, the other, yeah, the other thing that I'm passionate about uh, is stealth technology and invisibility technology cloaking that is worked on by the U.S. government, defense contractors, and research institutions. For obvious reasons, um, I became very interested in that, and frankly, I know more about it, I think, than any other civilian in the world. Um, It's really a fascinating area of study, but circumstances forced me to learn an awful lot about it very quickly. And once I did, it's like, wow, 
Now I understand a lot of things I did not understand before. So we all have our various uh, hobbies and interests that we like to research and uh, look into. So uh, just, oh, another another follow-up. Let me just have a, a sip a sip of tea, if you will. It's funny because I, don't worry, I, I feel fine. Don't worry about that. But I got that cold a couple of weeks ago. I still have the after effects of the cold. It's, uh, mm-mm. Ah, it's nothing about which to worry, but I'm telling you, it's all because everybody was too clean during the pandemic, and I think our immune systems need a workout. I know mine needed a workout, so hopefully this will make sure that uh, I don't get another cold for the next five years. But uh, getting back to the program we did yesterday about is there a labor shortage? Are people lazy? Do they not want to work? This is a frustration that I've heard from so many employers across the spectrum of human endeavor. I talked to somebody on the drive into work today, and I've heard this story from other employers as well. This week, it's a, it's a local business. It's not a franchise. This week, they hired two people. One person showed up one day, and they haven't heard from that person since. The other person showed up two days, and they haven't heard from that person since. That is what employers are up against right now. Now, I've never been on unemployment, so I don't know how the system works. But is it, and this is a question, it's not a statement of fact. It is a question to which I do not know the answer. Is it a question of people have to work a certain number of hours to continue to receive or to reapply for unemployment benefits, even if they quit the job or they just showed up and then stopped going into work? I don't know the answer. Maybe you can help me with a quick email, tom at wben.com, tom at wben.com. But people, it is a story that you will hear from employers across the board. We talked about it yesterday. People who send you a resume, so presumably they want a job, and presumably they want to work for you. So upon receiving their resume, you schedule an employment interview with that person, but you don't show up. Do you know how many times you're going to hear that in conversation with employers? A lot. And the other thing, what I just mentioned, people who actually show up for the interview, they're actually hired And they literally, this is not exaggeration, in the case of the employer with whom I was speaking at my drive-in to work today, one one new employee showed up one day and then vanished. They didn't call off sick. They didn't call off dead. They didn't call off, they just didn't show up. Then the other one, two days, and the same thing happened. And I'll tell you something, I have no idea how difficult it must be to be an employer in 2023. But I, it's almost like if you own your own business, it used to be the American dream. Starting to think now it's the American nightmare, which, by the way, is not a bad show topic. Yeah, it really is not a bad show topic. Do you own your own business and is it worth it? It used to be like uh, we all know people in our lives who didn't have anything. They started with nothing, and they made something out of themselves. And, uh, you know, one of those people uh, I have met 
on several occasions and talked to is uh, Louis, Louis Galanis from uh, Louis Red Hots. Louis, guys, he was poor. He was very, 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 very poor. But he started up Louis Red Hots and he made a success of himself. He's also a very nice man. And one of the things that you might love about Louis, if you know him, is Louis's fashion sense. He is never to be seen without a fedora. Frankly, don't you love fedoras? I love fedoras. I love old school men's hats. I think they look so cool. I think they're such a fashion statement. Booker, a Gregory Booker Wells, my bestie, he is very rarely without a hat. I love his collection of uh, chapeaus. I love them. Uh, he, he'll even do a top hat, which I can't really pull off. But anyway, Louis Galanis is a self-made man, starting with nothing. I don't know if it's possible to do that anymore because how do you build a business like Louis did if you can't find people to work or you're constantly bringing people in, showing them how to do something, and then they split after two shifts or they split after one day of work. I don't know how I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you continue to have a business when you're up against those kinds of odds. But that literally happened. The other thing I wanted to bring you up to date on is uh, I mentioned last night or I mentioned yesterday during the program, uh, you remember the story of Jay Withy, the local hero who saved 24 people during the blizzard of 22. You remember that story. Had the opportunity last night to uh, go out and have dinner with Jay Withy uh, and Frank Rossi, who is local acting coach. He's got a lot of connections in Hollywood. He knows people at the very upper levels of management in Hollywood. Um, he, he's a really smart guy. He's an author. He's written screenplays, and uh, one of the one of the one of the uh, things he's written is Bull in the Ring about the 19, was 1958-59 UB football team and the fact that they had an invitation to play in Florida. And they turned it down because the Florida team did not want to compete against African Americans. So the team had a vote and nobody wanted to go to Florida and play a football game if, if if Florida was going to discriminate against their black brother. And that's exactly what happened. They didn't do it. And uh, Frank's screenplay is called Bull in the Ring, and I hope they make it into a movie at some point because it would be a phenomenal movie. Um, it, it really would be. Also at the dinner last night was uh, the Chictawaga Police Chief, um, Chictawaga Police Chief Brian Gould. He was there last night. So Jay Withy, the Blizzard hero, Frank Rossi, the Hollywood guy, the acting coach, the writer, and uh, Chief Gould from Chictawaga PD were there. And it was, uh, you know, it, it's always an honor. And if you know him, you know um, of, of what I'm speaking. It's always an honor to hang out with Jay Withy, who saved all those people during the blizzard of 2022. Really, really is. And I, I hope that the next time we talk at length with Jay, it's going to be, I, I'm, I'm hoping that this happens. I'm, I'm hoping that he gets the Nobel 
not the Nobel. I hope he gets the Carnegie Award for heroism. I've brought the Carnegie Hero Fund to your attention on a number of occasions, and it exists to honor people like Jay, who, putting their own lives in danger, save strangers. And in Jay's case, he did it again and again and again and again. Because of Jay, 24 people who would have died during the blizzard of 22 were saved and gotten into a warm place and fed. And it's just a phenomenal story. But it was so nice getting together with uh, Frank Rossi, with Chief Gould, and with Jay Witte. It's uh, like, here I am, a pygmy among giants. And it was uh, it was awesome. I put a couple of pictures up on the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page if you want to check it out. All right, 328 News Radio 930 WBEN. We have a lot of cool things to get into, so don't go anywhere. I'm not going to let this natural gas appliance thing go. I'm going to pick up on the other side with that. Going to do that for a little while on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, welcome, friends. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. You know what song I, I, I've not been able to get out of my mind? Heard it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and it just keeps on thumping and thumping and thumping. It keeps you running. Yeah. I, I have not been able. It's like it's become an earworm, which is a song you hear and cannot get out of your mind. So we have some nasty weather that is in the forecast. And perhaps uh, Tom Puckett would like to roll tape on this, just suggesting it, Josh. Uh, we have some nasty weather uh, in store. And joining us right now is a man I happen to believe is responsible for saving the lives of a lot of people with his forecasts in the days leading up to the blizzard of 2022. We had Andy Parker on with us every day before the storm, the first hour of the show from like 2 until 3 o'clock. We tried desperately to get the word out about the impending blizzard. Andy called it. Andy begged and pleaded with people to get done what needed to be done no later than Thursday. And I really believe that because of his warnings about what was in the forecast, that our death toll wasn't even higher than that horrible number, which is somewhere over 40. 
Uh, bad weather is coming up. Not the blizzard, though. Not another snowstorm. Uh, joining us right now, we have the incredible meteorologist, Andy Parker. Andy, thanks a lot for being with us. And before we get into what is uh, coming up in our future, uh, I want to go back to the past and the way you pinpointed everything that was going to happen uh, when the blizzard of 22 started on Friday was pretty amazing. The only surprise to me was how quickly things moved in, how fast everything deteriorated. But do you do you realize, have you ever stopped and think that you probably saved a lot of lives? Uh, you know, when you frame it like that, it takes on a, a much larger significance. When, when I kind of look at weather events, I, I try to really narrow down pick it apart, explain what's coming. But then when you look at what, what it may result in, like uh, just those warnings, you know, how many people decided to stay home instead of venture out? I, uh, those numbers are, it's great to even think that, uh, that one person was helped, let alone multiple. Oh, I, I think it's uh, many uh, dozens or maybe hundreds of people that uh, your forecast and, and getting the word out um, saved because, like I said, Andy, you were on with us like every day. You remember that from two until yeah. three, um, telling us what was coming, telling us what was going on. In fact, remember, I kept saying, Look, we don't want to hype the weather, we don't want to hype the storm, but we're simply putting the information out there so you can understand what the data shows is going to happen without hyping things. And then by the end of the week, I started getting emails from people. Well, then why are you hyping the storm if you don't want to hype the storm? Well, there's a big difference between hyping it and just being matter of fact with what's going to happen. And when, when what's going to happen reaches that critical level, it's no longer hype. It's just reality. And, uh, and unfortunately, it reached those levels that were, um, you know, uh, deadly at times. Andy Parker, meteorologist extraordinaire, is with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. Andy, looking back at the blizzard of 22, you know, I, I realized that it was going to be bad when you were talking about the fact that several school superintendents in western New York had contacted you and they wanted to know, should we close down on Friday? And you said yes. That was your strong advice. And I also realized how horrible it was going to be because after one of your appearances on the show, um, meteorologist Bob Hamilton was off duty. He wasn't even working, but he cares about people. He's with the National Weather Service. He wasn't working. He called in after your appearance, and he said, look, Andy is right. This is going to be a horrible storm. And he said, I think we're going to see winds actually in excess of 70 miles an hour. And when those two things happened between the schools and Bob calling in on his own time, I knew we were in for a horrific event. Yeah, Bob is a wealth of weather knowledge uh, who's been at the Weather Service a very long time. He's seen a lot of different storms come through. And, uh, and having his expertise at the helm there uh, was fantastic. Hey, you know, Andy, I still remember the days of Ed Reich with the National Weather Service. Remember Ed? <laughs> oh, yes. Eddie, uh, Eddie reached out on, uh, on social media, and, uh, and we had a, a brief exchange. Uh, Ed was uh, definitely one of the, the characters 
uh, from long time, way back, uh, oh. Tom Joel's years out of the Weather Service. Yeah. I, maybe even predating Tom Joel's. Uh, Ed is oh, yeah. Ed is retired now, but he was one of the great people with the National Weather Service in Buffalo. Now, listening to Tom Puckett uh, during the news uh, this afternoon, I find out that uh, we have some uh, inhospitable driving conditions and weather conditions coming up. You want to lay out what's going to happen here over the course of the next day or so? Yeah, this is just a big heads up. It's not an ice storm, if you will, where we're going to be encased in ice and branches are falling, but it's going to create those slick conditions that we all hate when it looks like it could be wet, but in reality, you're going to find that some of these untreated surfaces are going to be icy, and that's going to be arriving in the pre-dawn hours of our Thursday morning and then continuing for some folks into the late morning. For most everybody, it will switch over to rain by the time we hit mid-morning, but it's going to be the morning drive that we're really keen on for those situations where we could find ourselves with a very slick start to the day. As temperatures will hover just below the freezing mark, we're going to find that the rain is starts as this sleet and freezing rain and then switches over to just regular rain, and when it does, it's a soaker tomorrow. I mean, an all-day umbrella necessary, big puddles on the ground type of event. That's what our Thursday has to offer, and it is not going to be a pleasant one in the morning. So allow yourself extra time. Don't trust your eyes, and because the roads will look wet, but in this situation, oftentimes that is when they are the slickest. And I will tell you this, that it's the overpasses that are the ones that uh, get get coated first and then the other surfaces. And I find, uh, just in my own experience, that the concrete walkways are sometimes the slickest before the asphalt, the blacktop. And uh, we can get into the reasons for that, but that's what, uh, that's what we're up against for the first part of tomorrow. Not an all-day thing, mainly contained in the early morning, but the morning drive on Thursday, very tricky. Well, Andy, I think I can even explain why the overpasses freeze faster than the other surfaces. That's because they don't have the insulating layer of earth. They're freestanding structures. Yeah, yeah, that's the, definitely that's the reason. For was the that close? My, was that mildly close? You nailed it. Oh. Exactly. You've you've listened to enough of these reports that it's it's soaked in, Tom. You've got it. Soaked in. I don't know if that was some kind of a pun, but yeah, the overpasses are really, really uh, the first to go. And you know, I'm glad you mentioned the walkways because tomorrow morning people are going to be heading off to work and. Uh, if if folks are anything like I am, I'm a little bit bleary in the morning. I don't function really well right after I first get up. But uh, when you walk out the door onto your side steps to go into your car uh, or you uh, maybe park inside and you uh, drive to work, you get out of your car, those first few steps can be arm breakers and leg breakers and worse. Yeah, it's that first step that will catch you where you, you start to do that cartoon step or one foot, then another foot, then another foot, and then you, your arms go out and you hopefully hold your balance. Instead, some folks uh, hit the ground, and then that's not a great way to start the day. We're in a bit of a snow drought, too. We've only had 1.1 inches of snow for the entire month of January so far. That puts us in second place, and I know there's still a lot of time left, and we have some shots at snow again. We'll get a little bit of snow Friday going into Saturday. It looks like another shot on Sunday. And then we're watching uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So uh, not all big storms, but enough that we'll coat the grass once again with uh, some inches of snow and probably fall out of that second place and drop to third or fourth by the end of next week.
Yeah, you're not going to hear any complaints here, uh, Andy. I don't mind telling you. And, and now, you said earlier, and I'm glad you pointed this out, we're not looking at a situation as we saw uh, in like the late 1970s, I think a couple of marches in a row, we had some really dreadful encasing ice storms that did bring down giant uh, trees, branches, limbs, and boughs. Um, do you have any way of knowing, uh, is it going to be a glazing of ice or might it be a, a quarter inch or something like that? No, this should be anywhere from a few hundredths up to a tenth of an inch. When you get to a quarter of an inch, that's when you start to look out and you see the naked branches on the trees that are normally only maybe a, uh, an eighth of an inch thick now look like they're a half inch thick encased in this uh, glassy ice. But tomorrow I think we'll have, we'll have enough to coat objects, but it won't be that classic ice storm. It will be enough to definitely make it very slick tomorrow. Didn't realize that uh, all it took was a quarter of an inch of that uh, like freezing rain ice to do that to trees. I thought it was going to be more than that. No, that's all it takes. A quarter of an inch is generally where you start to find uh, branches beginning to snap under the weight of the ice that, that it carries. Under that, uh, the uh, the pine trees will sag, and you'll find some of the other branches holding steady. But a tenth of an inch uh, generally isn't enough to cause too much of a problem. It's when you start to go in excess of that. Uh, and that's not liquid, but that's the amount that's, that's uh, measurable ice that uh, hits the ground. Boy. Andy, is it going to come down as rain and freeze, or is it going to come down as freezing rain and sleet already? Uh, it's going to be a combination of freezing rain and sleet. So you're going to have temperatures at the surface that might have cooled down below 32 degrees. So an object such as your car might be 30 or 31, the hood. And then when the rain falls, then the rain hits that object and then freezes on contact. And that's what causes that icing of the surface. Can you narrow down the time uh, this is going to start and where? This will begin in the pre-dawn hours of the morning between 3 and 5 a.m. and then continue for most folks until around uh, between maybe 10 and 12. So it's, that's the window from that pre-dawn hours through about mid-morning. And then we're going to start to see areas, uh, see temperatures jump up above 32, and then it goes all rain. Once it switches to rain tomorrow in your neighborhood, you are done. All right, so uh, let your kids know because your kids are probably wrapped up and not listening to AM radio because it's so uncool, but let them know that uh, tomorrow morning drive time uh, to watch their step and also to uh, watch the driving. And uh, we will obviously be very grateful to Andy Parker. And, and very quickly, Andy, the early look at Sunday's game, the forecast. The early look, look, it looks like we're going to be in the 30s. There's a weather system that's going to be developing, moving our direction. It was teetering on a rain-snow mix. It's looking like we're going to have snow showers during the course of the game. Now, you don't charge me to come on the show, at least not yet, but I like to do something for you. I like to give you the chance to tell people how they can get in touch with meteorologist Andy Parker and have you in their pockets. Uh, it's super easy. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can put me in your pocket, at least in your contacts anyway. And if you want to send a text to 503-ANDY, 503-2639. That's 503-2639. Just text the word weather, and I'll get back to you right away. And if you have any specific questions, you can text them as well. And then just add me to your contacts, and that way, anytime you need a weather information, you've got it right there in your pocket. Andy, you are a prince among men. And I really, I, I'm really being serious. I think you saved 
dozens, maybe hundreds of lives with your getting the word out about the blizzard of 2022. And, you know, when I read that statement from the National Weather Service, travel will be difficult to impossible. I, I just it was just staggering in combination with everything you were saying. I mean, you can't you can't put out official bulletins and notices because you're not the weather service. But you gave us the information they had. Yeah, the best the best thing that I can do is kind of take those words, put it into a, a more colorful phrasing, stuff that is going to sink through the you know through the brain and get in there and make people take notice and say, okay, this is a different level. So that's what we try to do. Yeah, problem is, my most colorful phrasing, I can't use on the air. Andy, I'll make sure that your information is up on uh, the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us, and really, thanks for everything you do and everything you did uh, during the blizzard, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Meteorologist Andy Parker on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Bowerly with you on the radio. Thanks again to Andy Parker. Um, let's. Uh, uh, we're we're going to continue talking about the the whole natural gas thing. Uh, we got sidetracked a little bit because I wanted to update you on some of the stuff we talked about yesterday, as well as uh, get Andy Parker and uh, the latest on the weather that we're looking at for tomorrow morning and your drive into work. But uh, Shepherd Jim, or is he Rambo Jim today? Calling in from uh, North Tonawanda, Jim. Uh, hey, I was talking to. Uh, I was talking to one of your brothers from law enforcement. You're a retired CO. He's an active duty police officer. And uh, you don't tell us what department uh, he, he works for, but he says he waves at you when he sees you. Yeah, um, I don't want to get any of the police in trouble. But when they see me out uh, hitting when I'm doing my road work, they have been known to turn on their uh, police uh Sirens and lights on their patrol cars when they see me. It cracks me up when they do that. Oh, dude, I, I to... would tase you, beanbag you. I'd do a lot worse because that's the only chance I'd have against you. The only chance I'd have against a two-year-old at this point. Uh, but anyway, what's on your mind, sir? Um, you know, Kathy Hochul is supposed to be so big and bad now, right? Everybody's supposed to be afraid of her. Really? Tom, have you seen the very first episode of... Um, Yellowstone 1923. You know, I'm way behind on Yellowstone, so I have to answer no. I haven't even finished Man in the High Castle. Don't hate me. I'm the, no, no, I'm not hating you, but this is how much America has changed and how weak and pathetic we've become in the 21st century. And the first episode of Yellowstone 1923, the woman who's narrating the beginning of the story of the Duttons in the early 20th century says... I'm paraphrasing what she said, but she said, we stood up against every horror that the 20th century could throw at us. And when the horror couldn't find us, we went out to find the horror and defeat it. See the attitude of people back then? And, and it's a, it's a, it Bella Villa scratches his head, and he just can't understand why it's so popular. It's such an inspirational story. People who have the conviction and the courage to stand up for what they believe in their hearts is right and let God and history decide who's right and who's wrong later on. What's happened to us? We're letting one little girl, evil little witch, who reminds me, by the way, of the Wicked Witch of the West and the, the Wizard of Oz. That's who she reminds me no, of. No, 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 no. Anyway, 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 let me get back. But here's the point. Back then, empires were built by people who had uh, had the courage. There was nothing that would defeat them. 
my favorite author is Louis L'Amour, and let me give you a direct quote from, in my opinion, what might have been the greatest author, author of books that ever walked the face of this earth. Now, you can write this down and take it to the bank, and, and same for the people that are listening. He never knew that he was whipped, so he never was. You see, that? You see, that's what Yellowstone is about. People who stand and fight for what's right, no matter how overwhelming the odds are, no matter who gets hurt, who gets killed, what other people think, that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is if you believe you're right, let God judge you on the judgment day. That's all that matters. We've lost our faith in God, we've lost our courage, and now anybody can come along and intimidate us. Putin wants to start selling wolf tickets about what he's going to do to us, and we go in the corner and we shake and we shiver and say, please, Mr. Putin, don't hurt us. Don't hurt us, Mr. Putin, please. What what amazes me, uh, Jim, against my better judgment, I'm going to keep you on until after the news break because you're going to segue into what we're going to be talking about. But uh, I I don't want anybody to forget that when President Trump was in office and – Zelensky was talking about the what actually happened during their phone call. I remember certain people who said that uh, Zelensky is corrupt. He's an actor. He can't be trusted. Now some of those same people are saying he is uh, man of the year and the greatest leader of the 21st century so far. Um, and I know that Ukraine is a very corrupt country. And that's not, by the way, to say that Vladimir Putin is uh, a, a great guy. But it's just it's interesting how people's perceptions have changed. Jim, I'll put you on hold against yeah, my better yeah. judgment and uh, continue this uh, after the news. Coming up on 358 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Again, friends, uh, tomorrow morning, your morning drive, it's going to be very slick. Give yourself some extra time. Watch your steps when you're stepping out of the house and uh, maybe you park in your garage and then just hit the garage door opener. When you get to work and you park outside, when you open that door and take your first steps with your coffee in your hand, it's going to be very, very slippery. So extra time tomorrow. We're going to have freezing rain, and it doesn't take a lot of freezing rain to cause a lot of misery and accidents in western New York. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.